Listen to that. That's the sound of the Moraga Group client basking in the glory. If you are in the market to sell your home, sell your investment property, buy a home, or buy a property for income, Stephen Moraga and the Moraga Group want you to know that your worries are now over. The Moraga Group provides first-class service, no bullshit sales tactics, and experience that no other realtor will ever have. The Moraga Group promises to get your home sold in less than 60 days when they pay you. If your home needs some TLC, don't be too proud to beg, y'all. If you've had other realtors that haven't been up to par, if you've had bad credit, or if you don't feel comfortable with real estate, your worries are now over. Visit us at themoragagroup.com. That's M-O-R-A-G-A. Or call 714-955-9073 now. That's 714-955-9073. Because sometimes fate shouldn't be ignored. California BRE number 014-44175. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, once again to the Who Cares Podcast. Oh my God, who the hell cares? Who cares? That's right, who cares? Because it is the 15th episode anniversary, and uh, can you believe we've made it this far? I can't believe it. Uh, but I am joined here, well, first of all, my name is Stephen, Stephen with a PH. You've come with me this far. You've come on the road of, of happiness and come on the road of entertainment. You've come on the road of podcastry, but you wouldn't have come on this road if it hadn't been for this particular producer. He was with us, and then he left us, and now he's back with us. But he's here with us today because what we've done is we've cut up snippets of the last five episodes. But I want to introduce you again to the podcast producer extraordinaire, Mr. Jay Stu. Good morning. Good morning. Jay Stu, where are you going right now? Going to work. Going to work? Yep. What do you do? Work at a gelato place. Gelato? Yeah, I scoop ice cream. It's not like that. <laughs> it's fancy ice cream. Yeah. Well, with that fancy ice cream, you know, you're Italian. Myself included. And uh, But I don't remember gelato being a very big part of my life. Yeah, I just found out what it was. There you go. But there's kids that come in there going, I want gelato. I want gelato. I don't want thrifty ice cream. Mm-hmm. And you give him that gelato. Sure do. You're kind of like the candy man. Yeah. Who can bring his sunshine? Sprinkle it with candy. The candy man can. There you go. So saying that, the candy man and myself, Mr. Stephen with a PH, we present to you 
the finest of the last five episodes of the Who Cares podcast. Enjoy, and ladies and gentlemen, the best of, for all of you listening, the best of the Who Cares podcast. I was going to ask you, because I've been watching this, and this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen that whole Scott Peterson thing on uh, A&E? Uh, I specials? haven't yet, but I I do know the case. Well, let me just ask you. Do you think he's innocent or guilty? I would say he's probably is guilty, but with the caveat of yeah. that who gives a fuck, there ain't no body. So sure, if, you were to, if you were to point do you think that, he so for, for all of America, for yeah. all of America, yeah. you could say somebody's guilty. But whether he's a fucking asshole or not, or yeah, whatever, yeah. on the outside, there ain't nothing linking him to him. Do you to think that. he's rightfully on death row? No, absolutely not. No. If you don't have a body, and you don't have anything to link yeah. to that man, I mean, I remember, yeah, right? I mean, uh, you know what? I was because that could happen to you, too. No, no, I mean, I... Oh, we don't know. There's circumstantial no, there, evidence. No, it's true. When I, back when the case was on, I remember when it was in the news, I totally thought he was guilty. I'm like, oh... There's no doubt, but I think I was just basing it on what the media said, and now mm-hmm. I've, I've been watching news. this. They've, yeah, they've been actually reporting on the case, and the reporters and everything have been saying, like, what evidence was there to really convict him? And I thought about it, I'm like, there isn't. Just because he was a douchebag. And, and maybe because if I, that's yeah. the case, I would have been convicted I mean, a long time no, ago. No, no, many that's things. Because I'm thinking, like, I've been now that I've been in a relationship before, I thought, like, oh my gosh, how dare he like cheat on his wife? And and he doesn't even care that she's missing. Of course, he killed her. But I think. I, but that, then you start seeing pictures was, of her. Yeah, that was being naive. But then you start seeing pictures of her, and you're like, and ah, I think she's. I mean, not, uh, no disrespect. Left, no, but, no, much disrespect because her parents are fucking. All I know is that being in a annoying. relationship, I want to kill. I've wanted to kill. The person, hundred percent. You, you actually know what don't I mean? do it. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, you don't. But I could totally see how, like, if but, say my my ex did die, they would probably convict me because I didn't. I wouldn't care. Yeah. What do you know, Megan? Was missing. Miss Megan Lee, you got you some know? rope in your trunk. That yeah. must mean you killed hey, him. Hey, you don't even care that he's missing. Yeah, who cares? I didn't like him anyways. Uh, yeah, um, I'm like, great. I hope he's missing forever. You know, but right. like, I was in a relationship for six years. And I, yeah. And if somebody would come to me right now. Yep. <laughs> and we're what, a year out? We're a year out? And yeah. somebody's like, wow, she died. I'd be like, wow, that sucks. I'm going to go back to sleep. Yeah, I know. That's basically how it would be. And I know there's a baby involved, and maybe that's why people have got all emotional, but I'm going to tell you right now. She wanted that baby. I've had, did. I mean, I, I keep told, I mean, there's, I, we're walking a very fine line. line right here, but as, I mean, I love my kids, but I'm going to say it. If I were to go back and do it over again, sorry, I'm not even going to say it. But no. I'm just saying I could, I could easily say, I'll I didn't. It, no, no, I'm not going <laughs> to. I could at least say, hey, I, if I did it over again, I probably maybe wouldn't have kids. Not that I'm saying I would kill my kids. I'm just saying. Well, we just, ladies and gentlemen, we have just, just got saying, a confessional now. I just, I'm just saying. And uh, where else? And what other podcasts you know, are you going to hear I'm the real saying, truth I mean, right I'm here? I'm not saying I love my kids to death. Yes, but if uh, I were to do it over again, say nothing ever. That's right. I probably not have kids. There you go. You know, cause and that's and that's real, and that's the only that you're gonna you know? get that only here. Basically, I'm sympathetic to Scott Peterson is what I'm saying, and I probably think that he might be. I don't know. Innocent. Know, yeah, he might be innocent. I, I think though he would have put up a bigger fight. That's the only thing. We don't even know because it feels like he took that. He took that death penalty that really you're, easy. Imagine that you're in that seat. What can you do? They're not true. gonna show reaction. You I would have. You're like stunned. If if someone said I got like, a death oh penalty and I'm completely innocent, I probably would just go after everybody, I, pull their gun out, and just get killed in the courtroom. That's how I would go. Out. I, um, now I'm worried because I mean I don't even know what kind of story he's gonna spin right now. He's only eight, but he's like uh, going on forty. 
going on evil. No, I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. I love myself so much. We love. We all love him. I love him. But he's quite the. He he captured. What do you call it when somebody basically uh, like the master of puppets? I guess. What is this? Metallica (laughs) song? No, but he is like he's pulling the strings. No, a puppet master. Puppet master, master puppet. Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) Who cares? Uh, Who cares? All right, so enough about that. Oh, 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 looks like your son's on the line. Oh, my God, Miss Megley. Yes, hello, uh, your son. Mom? Mom? Yes, I told you. Are you calling in what? right now? You're actually calling um, in. Yeah, the house is on fire. I don't know who to call. Dad won't answer. Oh, great. Um, and where's your little brother? Um, uh, I haven't seen him. Exactly. This sound, okay. This is what I was. I did. Your son's only like ten years old. Where are you coming home? Oh. Wait, wait. Is this? Is this? Is this little guy? Yeah. Why? Uh, Who's this? You're only ten years old. You're on a podcast. This national. is your favorite friend. Yeah, you know, Steve. you know me. Yeah. St- not Steve. Oh, oh, oh. Steve. St- Steven? Yes. Steven. Yeah, uh, you, you said you were going to go to Vegas with him. I can't. First of all, I can't believe. That. Please tell me you're lying that the house. So is wait, on fire. wait, wait, wait. Can we go to Vegas? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You're asking about Vegas, but the house is on fire. Like I said, I think it's like it. Well, oh, yeah, but I was just wondering if maybe we can go to Vegas after we get the house? firefighters. Oh, okay. Your brother, <laughs> your brother, your brother is in oh, the. House. I mean, I know. I don't know where he is. He oh, was playing gosh. blocks in the backyard, and oh, I don't know God. where okay. to. Well, do you know where dad is? You know what? No, dad is definitely not there. Oh my gosh. I yeah. knew this was going to happen. Dad's the only one that wouldn't be there. Oh my gosh. Well, um. Why don't you call your dad and think about it? All right. I, let's take another call, guys. All right. Thank oh, you so okay, much. Bye. Thanks for calling in. Love you, buddy. A little peek behind the scenes. Uh, myself, Stephen with the PH, and Miss Megley, the Southern Bell. I'm sure you bought her shirts all across the United States of America. But the two of us were sitting together. We've been talking about doing a podcast for, I don't know, a good 10 years. However, once we met producer extraordinaire Jay Stu, he encouraged us. And, uh, well, I don't know if we needed much encouraging, but the three of us got together and said, you know what, after a couple of drinks, let's put together this podcast. And you know what? Turns out we had a little bit of chemistry. And from there, it just started to morph. It started to pick up a little bit of momentum. So I'm telling everybody out there, you know, when you have an idea, it's not a bad idea. Maybe you just kind of tweak it a little bit. Maybe you just kind of like twist and turn and make it a little bit better. Maybe not go on your first idea right out the gate. But I'm sure that maybe if you came up with an idea that maybe might seem a little interesting to yourself, it's not just about a podcast. Maybe it's about a, um, a paper that you're going to write about uh, something ridiculous that nobody would know about. But you know what? You're passionate about it. And anybody that's passionate about whatever they do that will shine. And you know what? I'm passionate about our next guest right here. Episode 2, Space Jam Mike. From the streets of Pine Street. I heard him. Man. Whoa! Still hurts my ears. Because he's so amazing. Space Jam Mike. Download SoundCloud.com slash Space Jam Mike. Space Jam Mike. Yeah, yeah. Space Jam in the building. What's up with y'all, man? What's up, Space Jam Mike? It's a pleasure to finally... To finally talk to you, we kind of gave the audience a, a little background, but just a couple questions. Uh, Definitely. The first question would be, 
on Space Jam, Mike. Everybody, the audience knows that you will be. And if you're not already, you're on a world tour right now, by the way. Uh, and that's yeah, why you're calling in from, I don't know, where are you at? Uh, England? We out here in England, man. <laughs> <laughs> we out here world tour, man. That's what trying I'm saying. Trying to get it. Trying to... otherwise, otherwise, you'd be in studio. Definitely, man. Studio is my second home. But uh, I just want to let the audience know, this man is Space Jam Mike, and he is uh, with uh, the business. He is the most amazing hip-hop artist come this side of 2017. Yeah. I and they better recognize it. That's right. And uh, I can't even believe it. I, I did I did find him, it but was, it I, blew my mind when I saw him. There was him and his buddy, and, and his buddy was actually very good. But I knew that this man, this man had something, there was an it, there was an intangible it that you cannot place on anybody else. And yeah, he was, yes, some homeless man was beating a drum. And we were like, well, that's, thank you very much, homeless man. And, yeah, and we needed that. We needed that, we needed that beat, right? And uh, both of them did come to play, no pun intended, did come to play. But they were both amazing, amazing. But I knew, I knew that Space Jam Mike, done deal. So, Space Jam Mike, can you give America, let them know where, what you've been doing, where you came from, and if we just start with a little bit of, uh, I'll just lead you into that. Where have you been, and what the hell have you been doing? Well, man, I'm straight out of Long Beach. Been here 23 years of my life, man. And uh, i just been working on my music, grinding, trying to stay successful, man, trying to keep a positive attitude, stay humble, you know, and cut out a check. That's, that's my goal in life, just to make my mom happy, man. So what was it? Uh, you grew up in Long Beach, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight from the east side of Long Beach, man. All right. So you, born and raised. That's a beautiful thing. I was actually born in Long Beach myself at St. Mary's Hospital. I don't know if you know where that's yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was born. I was born at Memorial. So oh shit. You know, we we right around the corner from each other though. We're basically two, twin sons from different mothers. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. Uh, <laughs> How did you come up with the name Space Jam Mike? I was just going to ask that. Man, Space Jam is just, you know, Michael Jordan played on Space Jam, the movie, man. So that was one of my favorite movies is growing up as a kid, just to watch him ball and, you know, see the different monsters and all of that. That all excited me. So me being a rapper, you know, I just feel like, I'm balling with monsters, and that's just the way I'm living. So, Space Jam Mike is my name. So, we're gonna we're gonna obviously listen to uh, one of you, if not one, maybe two tracks today. The new single is uh, "I Might." I might. I'll go cop that out on SoundCloud, man. Space Jam Mike. Yeah, can you get you let everybody know how they can find that? You can go on SoundCloud. Go check me out, Space Jam Mike. Everything is there that you need. If you want to follow me on Instagram. It's Mikey underscore TGC. Then if you want to follow me on Snapchat, you can look me up under Tatted Up Mikey. That's T-A-T-T-D-U-P-M-I-K-E-Y. I think I was with you when you first realized that you were half Mexican. 100%. It was, I saw the shock. Well, do you want to know the story how my parents told me I was Mexican? Ooh, want to hear this? Uh, so I went, uh, I don't know, maybe I was five or six. Okay? I think you were older, but. No, ahead. I was about five or six. Okay. I know exactly. Maybe four to five to six. Maybe you're still in shock when I met you. <laughs> so my parents, we go down to Tijuana. I mean, what what family doesn't go down to Tijuana? Well, there's a lot. But there's a lot. <laughs> the white families, but go ahead. All right, so we go down to Tijuana, and I'm looking at Tijuana at the time. 
Uh, of course, I didn't go down to the hoedowns or revolution. Doesn't even matter. But you still okay. Thank ahead. you. Uh, yeah, I didn't know the glory that would be Tijuana yeah. later on in my life. You were in Tijuana. That was I life. love those logos. A lot of white people do not even get to experience that. Yeah, at my, that age. Well, you know, I have a long tradition of uh, of aunts and uncles in the bull riding. Of course, aspect. Yeah, I say like that bull riding. Pro jam. No, go ahead. Pro jam. <laughs> but uh, so I'm down there, and you know, like a spoiled only child that i was uh-huh. i said look at these look at these people look at them with their oh. with their their they look skinny and the dogs look skinnier oh your dad probably wanted to beat your and ass then, like oh i'm sure he did oh yeah oh he wanted to kill me so and then i saw these cardboard huts that they had makeshift oh well you saw my brother yeah 100 i go ah what's, <laughs> what are you talking about not knowing that, like, my family was yeah, barely making you're a it. You're spoiled brat. Uh-huh. My exactly. family was barely, up in Whittier, we were barely making it. You didn't even give a shit whether they were barely or were they. We were this close to Tijuana, living in Tijuana. I'm just kidding. You could care less either way, as long as. It doesn't matter, as long as they live in a cardboard <laughs> hut with a fucking dog that bones. It doesn't out. matter, as long as you weren't Mexican. <laughs> I didn't know. I, to the, at that point, I didn't know. So, so my dad, oh, like the man he is. Heartbreak, okay. Uh-huh. Full Mexican. Yeah. Badass motherfucker. He he pulls the car over, and he goes, "Steven, this is Mexico. Yes, you are American, but you are a American Mexican." Oh wow, that's wow. And I said, "Wait, what?" Did you start really down here? Hundred percent. I did. I said, "You got to be kidding me." I'm related to these, but then later on. Yeah, years later on. Years Let's later just on. talk about like that next five years after. after that, yeah. I, okay, so Megan, I cried all the way. I back. know. I bet you did. I totally at least right. to yeah. Sa- at least to wow. La Jolla. Wow. And then I saw La Jolla and yeah. I said, "Wow, that's where I belong." We're in America now. <laughs> We're in America now. That's right. That sounds just like my older son. Wow. Yeah, I wanted to give me my polo shirt. Yeah. And let me fucking join the La Jolla racquetball team or some shit. Mom, get me away from yeah, here. Mommy. Yeah, mommy, please. <laughs> But anyways, I came to realize that later on down the line, uh, that's really fucked up on my parents to take me to Tijuana to tell me I'm Mexican. Because if they would have taken me to what, Puerto Vallarta or Cabo or somewhere beautiful. I mean, there's so many beautiful cities. Or maybe if your mom's like, surprise, you're only a quarter Mexican. (laughs) I'm half. So we're starting to feel on a roll here. So thank you for even listening to the first two episodes. So now we're into episode number three, where we have a very special guest, Chalaik. And he talks about his adventure with a certain lady who he went to school with previously in high school, who was a beautiful bomb ass. And that's his word for not mine. But she had something about her that he loved. And then things turned a little sour. Well, I'll let him tell it for you. Do you want me to tell this story or no? Yes, please do. Should I tell, tell the story? Yes. Oh my god, who the hell yes. is? Well, Stefan, Stefan, should I tell you this story? Let's hear it. Please. So so last night, mm-hmm. I go, Chale. and I have a girl that I've been talking to since seventh grade, but now she is very sexually attractive. It's super hot. She has fake boobs. Whoa. Playboy She's style. beautiful Instagram model. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't sound right. How about Playboy And she model? wants to come over just to sleep with me. Yes. And I'm super excited. I actually yeah. shower. I get yeah. ready. I actually <laughs> clean I put, your room. Clean my room. It was kind of clean, weird. I yeah. never clean my room. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. Hold on. Hold I vacuumed. On. Wow. Yeah, this that's is, a lot. Wow. She better, I wore like she a, better recognize that. I wore like a white. Um, 
it's just looked ridiculous. I looked like I was going to wear a tuxedo. Yeah, totally. And I was like, here, welcome. Let's let's have sex, right? I was, <laughs> welcome. And then I, I never feel nervous. Here, welcome. Let's have sex. But I was fucking nervous. I, and yeah. so. The fact that you vacuumed? Oh my gosh. But go ahead. Yeah, there, there's fucking fleas. Wow. What kind of vacuum you use? I never vacuumed. Shitty one. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You put the work in. Go That's ahead. right. So long story Strings short. Strings in the carpet. She said, I'm going to dinner. And I'll call you after dinner. So I wait exactly an oh, hour at, when she tells me she's going to dinner. And I say, I text her and I go, hey, are you still coming over? <laughs> and she goes, well, actually, she didn't say anything. She didn't give me a response. And so oh, I, I start texting. I thought I texted you, Megan, but I start texting oh. other friends. And I'm like, hey, what should I do in this situation? I turned into a woman. And I don't know. I've never been more insecure. And so I'm like. That's because you were put on a train. I don't even ch- know if you turned into a woman. You're a little chilo. I agree. <laughs> I agree. So um, I'm like, my friends are like, hey, wait 15 minutes. So I wait 20 minutes. Wait 15 minutes? I wait, I wait 20 minutes. Five minutes long? And I text her and I go, hey, I'm going to go to <laughs> T. Phillips. And if you're not coming, um, just let me know. Basically, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We don't give any uh, love to any bar. Uh, that T. Yeah, Phillips place yeah. could be like. T. Filoni's. That's right. Never Sorry about it. that. Yeah. Um, so I end up going to T. Filoni's and um, it's shitty as shit. And then my. No, my best friend there is Marshitu, and um, he's Japanese, and, and we end up going, you know, the bar sucks, so we end up going, sorry, Steve, we end up going no, to Continental, and uh, it, there are so many girls there, and I was super excited. I, yeah. I felt it. My my birthday was the day before. I, start, yeah. I wore a cool, clean shirt. Never have clean shirts. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, real quick. Real quick, yeah. Chale. Uh, real quick, uh, mom you know, you you know your you know your birthday because you're actually from India. How the hell do you know your own birthday? Because most people they don't birthday. Oh, oh my God! God. No, Who the hell? Yes. Scratch that. Let's just go back to the fact that go on. You saw it's none of your business. Scratch you that. You saw plenty of hot chicks there, but you still were hung up on this. Let one. Let me tell you something. There's sometimes you got it. There's sometimes you don't. So the the this last night I had it. Girls hey, I was wearing totally a white brand you. new shirt. Yes. I you started heard. working out the day before. Yeah. I knew I had it. You almost look like a waiter but buff. I look like I work at Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> yeah. You sound like a girl so, getting ready for a date. Girls, go ahead. I start talking and chatting up mm-hmm. these girls and they're very relatable. Yeah. But, um, you know, nothing's happening. Long story short, oh. this girl comes about an hour later. She's like totally stood me up all night. So she's been coming all night. I oh, wish. It's not like for you're me. at bat and you already have like three strikes. Yeah, so she's fine. Oh. I've known her my whole life. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to see her. She's hotter than every girl yeah. here. She comes yeah. in. She looks like a bomb ass <laughs> asshole. And uh, <laughs> she sits down with me and her, she's like has her faded eyes. And she wants to order a Jameson <laughs> and ginger ale. And the first thing I say is, that's my fucking favorite drink. Wow. Oh. And I was like, wow. Did she order that? Wow. wow. She knew that? I never, yeah, yeah, and that's, wow. that's her controlling aspect, and I didn't like oh. that. No, wait, wait. How the hell does oh. she know that you love Jameson and whatever? Because wow. she's drunk and she's a devil. Dude, this is like a gr- oh, Wow. I don't think I've so ever. So then when she ordered That means she's been stalking you. Oh. Some, I agree. Some less. Oh, I, uh, I don't even know. Less. I don't know. Because. She knew oh, I had a big heart. Who the fuck cares? I know. Who the fuck cares? I just never done that before. Who cares? But I know, but. No, no, but really, who, what person in this world orders a Jameson? I, I, I mean, you're not, listen, you're not from a fucking barn. You're not from a country where you have a gun on the side of your hip. True. Don't you dare you're, come know, into my I'm bar sorry, and order a Jameson right. ginger rice so right. tea. You're so right. Absolutely you're not. So right. You don't order some Jameson ginger. I, yeah. I felt less Unless manly. you're a goddamn right psycho. Right away, I felt less manly. Yeah. Okay, so she gets her Jameson ginger before I even say a word because she's more manly than me at that time. Mm-hmm. She gets that Jameson ginger doesn't drink a shit of a ton of it. She drinks this much. Um, about an inch worth, Ooh. about an hour and a half. Like cool, like that. And then huh? she tells me she wants to go home and have sex. Whoa! 
Wait, what? Wait, 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 what'd you say? She wants to go home and have sex. Oh. So can I tell you the one time that I got a fake number? Mm. Can't wait. Okay. So I was a, I was a, uh, a server at Las Carisas. And uh, at the time, Stephanie oh, Tanner, Stephanie, Tan- Stephanie Tanner from the show Full House, <laughs> that meth freak, used to come in kind of sometimes with her grandparents because her grandparents, I guess, lived in the goddamn convalescent home behind us. And they, one, at, at the end, they started wheeling her ass in there. And I'm like, come on, really? I got, I got to serve a bed. That's fucking so stupid. You fucked a okay. No, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about her grandmother. Oh, I'm talking about Stephanie sorry. fucking Tanner from Full House. Listen, and Stephanie Tanner. Uh, I know that you are probably listening because what else are you doing? Obsessing but uh, yeah, yeah, your show got canceled and you're out there probably in Corona, wherever you live. Mm-hmm. You fucking hit, your nipples calls. That's right, <laughs> hit, hitting a meth pipe again. Yep. But uh, the reason being, because I'm not, I'm saying this in a nice way because uh, actually I'm not, but uh, yeah, I can't believe that she would do, have done this to me. So, so I go up, she'd been, com- she'd been coming in for a couple times. And finally, the, the third time I said, you know what, Stephanie Tanner? I know, and I read in the news that you broke up with some cop boyfriend or whatever because yeah, he beat right. the shit out of you. So being the gentleman that I am, I followed her out as a waiter at the restaurant. I follow her out, and I, so I go, Stephanie Tanner, whatever her fucking name is. And I say, hey, Stephanie Tanner. It's I'm nice to meet you. Whatever. I go, hey, uh, look, you know, come on. Let's, uh, I think you're beautiful. And, wow. I th- and you know I am too. No, I said, I say, you and you know that? I am too. No, but you told her that you she, told me that she was like the least good looking on the floor. Who cares? She's the only fucking full house person in the restaurant <laughs> at the time. Oh, this Who is cares? Really yes. This is really Stephanie Tanner? Stephanie fucking Tanner. Whatever her name is. I don't know. What's her name? <laughs> exactly. What's her name? I don't You're right. Yeah, we don't even know your name. Exactly. Stupid fuck. Did you poison her clam chowder? No, I would never poison anybody's clam chowder. But she gave you? Go ahead. So she goes, oh yeah, you know what? I've seen you before. And just, you know... All of a sudden, I'm in Hollywood because when she started to say something like, "Oh wow, you know, I'd like to, I, I like, to, I like to, yeah, Stephanie, what the fuck's her name?" Um, Jody Sweeten. Jody fucking Sweeten, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Jody fucking goddamn Sweeten, and she turns around, she goes, "Oh, you know what? I noticed you too." And I said, "Wow, uh, your grandparents, you know, that, thank you so much." She's being nice. Wait, she has big tits, but she's yes. being nice. Yeah, we, you would think, and that's fine if she'd be nice. Don't like big tits, Stephen. I don't, but I, it's fucking. Some Jody girl, yeah, yeah. Who cares? I'm gonna be in Fuller place. House, right? Yeah, that's yeah, in my mind. She's got a reboot, yeah. Reboot. Yeah. So uh, I don't care. I'll rip that meth pipe out of her mouth and hit her over the head with she's it. She's a meth slash alcoholic head. Not Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, I will. I will rehabilitate Dude, her. She's a great yeah. person, though. Hundred really, percent. She's on Dancing with the Stars. You're rehabilitating her. Oh my god! See, with your dick, and I could have been on Dancing with the Stars too. You could have been on the sideline, yes. Sideline or something. Maybe I'm the one after. You could have been the father of her third kid. She has three kids? Two, but she, uh, you would have been the third one. You're weird that you know that. Well, can we, can we, okay, Megan, since she's the Hollywood Minute girl, yes, can you tell us a little bit about Jody Sweet? Well, she's got two different kids from two different guys, and what? she divorced the second one. Anyways, I think she's trying to get sole custody of both kids, but you would have been the third father if you would have made the She's actually sober now. I saw her. But yeah, you know what? Yeah, well. you know what? I but you know what's that crazy about that show? Is you anybody really sober now? I don't think so. I don't it, does anybody care about her? Nobody. But, <laughs> no. but the problem she's is, on that show. The, no, 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 no. That Fuller House uh, Netflix show, yeah. you know, to it came with national accolades Dude, before you. It's doing great. Yeah, it it's is. doing great. Really? It's top shows, yeah. I mean, now she has oh, shit, it has one season. It gets terrible reviews. It got a second. It got a second. It's actually doing great. It's going to be wow. third, season, third season. It's one of the top shows. Wow. Now she has more money to spend on drugs. Okay, so now I'm even more fucking pissed. It's a terrible show, though. 
This is back when you were a fucking dirty ass fucking crackhead from Corona. And, and I'm the one. I'm the only one that paid attention white, to you. Yeah. I suck hard too. You know. Right. So you I said, Jody Sweeten. Yeah. Jody Sweeten, come over here. <laughs> I can't believe. Come that. over here, Jody Sweeten. I thought that was a fake name. No, no that's no, that's a real name. Yeah. I know Steve does just. I did, but then yeah. she goes, "Oh, hi, yes, I've seen you. Can you can you give me this moment real quick, guys? Mm-hmm. Just telling you how it happened." And I said, "Jody Sweeten, I've I've fucking waited on the mess of your grandparents for the last four or five years. Mess of your grandparents. You've been here three times. Oh, I hear I'm like I'm begging for your number." <laughs> And she, she goes, no, wait, 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 wait. Is that her first time there? No, it's her third time. So she oh, knows so me. Been there because she says this. I go, Julie Sweeten. She goes, I know you. Yeah, you, you know. I, I go, give me your number, girl. Because you know what? It'd be a shame. It would be a shame if you and I didn't get together. We would, we would keep the world from having beautiful children. <laughs> Did you really say that? Not so much words, but kind of like something I similar. Pretty, to that. Yeah, I wish I had that confidence. <clears throat> so she says this. She says this to me. She goes, of course. Oh. She, she's like, I'm all, and this is. This is, this is before, this is before like everybody, you know, I'm a server, so I don't have my cell phone on me like an idiot at the time. It's because we're talking 2003 or four. And, uh, I said, Jody Sweden, can you just write it down on my notepad? And so she does. She goes, of course I would. And she writes down the number and I walk in, I come back into the, to the servers that are working at Lascari's and I say, Hey motherfuckers, what? I got full house with this bitch. Fuck you. I'm leaving my rag behind. I I got full house money, motherfuckers. Oh my god, dude! And then the next that like that night or the next Uh, night, that night or the next night, I call it. And this is back in 2004 when people actually did this. Well, no, not did this. I've I've heard of. I had heard about this. Five five five. Five five five. Never mind, motherfucker. We want America to hear this live and direct. And Megan, too, because, Megan, you have not heard this. I haven't. No, I haven't. I didn't even know. So I we mean, want to get your take on, on okay. who's right in this situation. Is it the people? Well, or is it the the corporate establishment of Carl's Jr.? Or the greed. Franchise. The greed of... The greed uh, of franchisees. Yes. The greed of the Chris Cut front. Now, I just want to make, like, I, I there was no signs that said they still ha- offer it for, like, Adult, no, no, right? No, 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 no. Okay, so oh. there's no false advertising. No okay. false advertising. Okay, just you had not been to Carl's Jr. in like a couple of years. Yeah, I was gonna no. say, how long was no, it? I've, I've been. I go to Carl's Jr. quite frequently. Oh, you just didn't order that like, before? Or? This is, it, it just started a week ago. Like I don't know when. It, it like was, they decided to raise very, very recently. They just started wow. to raise the price when you came in. All like, of a like John dude, he's coming in, put on the new fucking. Fucking guys, wait, we're gonna raise price today. We're not gonna. You know what, John? Maybe it was one of the band members that tried to get a show <laughs> booked at your. At your hey, bar. you really want to work with me? Then that's a compliment. Thank you. Um, so. so here you go, Megan. Uh, for everybody to listen to, I gotta hear this. Here is John's call to Carl's Junior. Junior. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, uh, can I speak to your manager, please? Okay. Hello, this is Robert. How can I help you? Hi, Robert. Is, are you the manager? I'm the person in charge right now. She's off uh, for the day today, sir. How can I help you? Um, uh, I was there earlier today, and uh, I noticed that you guys... Uh, all of a sudden, just raised your prices. Is, is this just like a for you guys, or is this all the cars juniors? Okay, what it is is um, all these uh, um, all these sites right here, like all this area. All the cars juniors they became franchise. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, corporate, corporate are uh, selling all the uh, cars. You know, I get there. Uh, but with, with this, hello, are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. Uh, what they're trying to do, they're to stay with uh, 10% of the company. So they're selling all the car juniors on these areas, and um, not only a few. I think they want an Imperial and La Palma, Steel Copper. So, I think they want an, so on, got... on, on Bradford and uh, Jubilee Boulevard, Steel Corporation. All those uh, restaurants, like, um, not a whole lot, they do got corporate prices. But if you go to, um, like, this one here, or... Uh, the one in April and Rose and all those other ones, they're franchise. Okay, let's say an example. If I become no, no, a man, I, I understand the concept. You, you get it, right? Yeah, that's yeah, what it is. I understand. Um, yeah. But why, why should I have to pay for that? Mm, it's not just you. I mean, if, uh, you, you're, you're welcome to call corporate and ask them the same thing, you know, and they're going to tell you the same exact thing. Then, uh, you know what I mean? So, okay, so let's say you, if you... You're, you're basically telling me I, I have to pay for someone else to make money off of that's basically uh, what it is and it's legal too so. <laughs> any yeah. Other Carl's Jr. Uh, yeah that's how it is let's say you own a restaurant you, you put it you sell a hammer for 20 that? bucks you agree with that <laughs> no i don't but i have no choice we have no choice i mean i still have we to buy a hammer i still have to eat it so yeah that's kind of that's what it is you know that's why uh, you see the difference on the prices on the menu boards on the Carl's Jr. Unfortunately, you know, it's, uh, uh, that's, that's, that's what, that's how it works. Hey, you, I know, you, you no, 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 you can, you can work your way up and take them down from the inside, Robert. Well, uh, you know, I, I, I did, well, this is how I see it. I need the job this is being and I just work for these people. That's how I see it. You know what I mean? There's nothing I can do or, you know, say nothing about it. Just being honest and telling the truth is that's what it is. It's, uh. All these restaurants are coming uh, uh, are owned by somebody, and this somebody, he can sell the burgers at whatever price they want, and it's up to ask if you want to buy them. Dude, because, like, I'm never going to. As cool as you are, Robert, <laughs> I'm never going to your Carl's Jr. again, and I'm going to tell everybody not to. Carl's Jr. is coming, like, Disneyland. I can't even afford to go to Disneyland anymore. Yeah, dude, Disneyland prices outside of Disneyland, right? Yeah, like, insane, yeah. insane. So now you get me. <laughs> no, 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 dude. I, I, I get you, but yeah, like, yeah, that's, man, that's like, I was pissed right there today. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I hope, I hope when I tell you, you have this little bit, you know, and then, but that's how it works. That's how it is. But you welcome to call corporate. You call corporate. You can go online but, and make a comment about it. Well, like, because uh, this is a franchise, right? Yeah, this is a franchise, but corporate franchise, you have to pay the right to corporation. Okay, That's so how it is. they still so have you to can... do what the corporate tells them to do, or like... Yeah, okay. yeah, so you can call corporate and ask them, you know what, you guys just suck. Why are you guys getting rid of your stores? You can tell them like that. Yeah, exactly. It's just, why, why do you guys uh, hate, hate Americans? <laughs> okay, well, let me ask you this question. Yeah. Do you think it's different when a woman cheats versus when a man cheats? Because I'm going to tell you no, this. No, what? No. Okay. Let me t hear me out Change. on this. Okay. Yeah. When a man cheats, mm -hmm. we do not need to know that girl's name. We just somehow, some way, we slipped, fell, and fell in her pussy. Yeah. Uh -huh. That's, yeah. Right? And <laughs> like, wow, she could be halfway decent yeah. as long as she's somewhat, some kind of attractiveness of some sort. I just want to tell you one thing that that's not going to fly with your. Uh, if you if you get married, that's not gonna be uh, that's not gonna work. But go ahead, uh huh. Yes, that's what, okay. That's what I've heard. Right, yeah. I've heard that. I've heard that, and I've actually yeah. uh, that's actually been a realistic yeah. uh, 
it, part of my life. You're but, saying you don't have guys don't have feelings when they cheat, but girls absolutely, we do. don't have feelings. Girls so, are emotional. Thank you for summarizing. Is that what you're saying? Though they get attached. Absolutely, you guys, mm. you guys, you girls, uh-huh. you ladies, yes, you women, you beautiful thing. ladies, uh-huh. voluptuous, beautiful la- uh, females. Sun. Uh-huh. Yeah, God's uh-huh. creation. Well, thanks. But you wouldn't have cheated on us if you thought that. I, do, I got bored. So what I'm saying is <laughs> that if you, <laughs> when you, yeah, when you women, yes, see this person that you're gonna cheat. When you make the decision to cheat, unless you're a big fucking whore, yeah. When you cheat, yeah. you actually have liked this guy of some sort. Maybe he, you just liked him for a day. Mm-hmm. Maybe you liked him for two days. Maybe, maybe you've been checking out the guy that brings the water bottles yeah. to your work. I think that you really, actually. Like this guy, of some sense, you actually have. I don't not saying you love him. Yeah, yeah. But you have some kind, kind of, of emotional more, attachment. Some kind of emotional mm-hmm. attachment. Whereas men, that shit. I mean, we're we're we're. Yeah. You should be thankful that we actually it's have almost, emotional attachment to you. I don't even wonder. Do you even have an emotional attachment to the? Uh, to no. the yeah, you know. I cut that off with yeah. my umbilical cord. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing. I think I, it would be if I'm gonna. I, I wouldn't cheat because then I think, why am I even married if I want to cheat? Why be stuck? First, okay, I have to be honest. I really you know don't. Why you believe, want to be married? I wouldn't want to get married for pictures. Very nice place. Really? Yeah, Riverside Bruco. Oh. So we go down there, uh-huh. and uh, first of all, I hate hanging out with them. <laughs> we make beautiful music together, yeah. but you hated your bandmates. Absolutely. Wow, that's kind of a sure sign. That uh, and even after a couple beers. Wow. So that's how you know, like, fuck. Your band's not gonna go. That's why I was like, man, if we, because we were about to go on tour across the nation. And um, I thought to myself, I go, fuck this. Wow. By myself. Who doesn't like me? Is it like Axel with his band members? Pretty much. I was like Axel Rose with Guns N' Roses. Exactly. Wow. No. It was a little snobby, but whatever. It does sound snobby. But I wasn't the I was. (coughs) It wasn't your fault then, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Of course. That's, I think, whatever you see. No, I didn't have the lead singer syndrome. Mm -hmm. The drummer wanted to be the lead singer. It's just. He couldn't do both at the same time. No. Absolutely. He wasn't that good of a singer. He was like... Or that good looking. <laughs> so so anyways, he could keep time like a motherfucker. Though, yeah. Right? So anyways, so I left. Uh, they said, well, you know what? Go down. You know, I'm sure they sell it down. There's a couple bars down there. Go get... So I go to this one bar. Mm-hmm. Looks like just a regular dive bar, you know, down mm-hmm. on... In the main streets of Riverside. Mm-hmm. I and I walk in there. Yeah. And they're like, no, we don't sell cigarettes, but go right next door. They, um, they have cigarettes. We know they have cigarettes. And I'm, and I'm looking at I'm looking that there's a cigarette machine or something, but they said no, they don't sell cigarettes. And I don't know, I don't know Riverside like yeah. that. So I said, all right, fuck you guys, I'm gonna go next door. Then I'm gonna go give my money next door. Yeah. So I go next door and I walk in, and it's a, like a it looks like the uh, the Venetian. Oh. And it's got these drawings on the wall, yeah. and it's beautiful. Huh. It's a beautiful bar. But then I start I walk in there and I'm like oh, I talk to the bartender who looked kind of um, you know like yeah. Uh, very, very friendly. Mm-hmm. And they were setting up karaoke. And I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. They're setting up some karaoke shit. Maybe we get the band down here and we all fuck around in here and, you know, mm-hmm. sing some tunes. Just be a bunch of drunken idiots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I look around and I look at these paintings that are on the wall. And it's pretty much two, two paint Like, you know, the Sistine Chapel? But instead of yes. fingers touching, it's two penises touching. No way. No way. Something like that. No way. And then I look behind me and I see... Probably the oh most oh dykiest of all. Dy- no no offense to lesbians, I love you all because we are all one people. Mm-hmm. It's just this was just caught me off guard. That's all. Wow. And so I'm looking around. I'm trying to put, and now I'm putting two two together. 
And I'm going, wait, what the fuck? And Okay, that way, the two penises touching or the two fingers? Whatever. The two muffs yeah. bump, bumping? Yeah. No matter. Mm-hmm. Carpets? Or... Two carpets yeah. cleaning? Wow. And it doesn't matter. And then I'd see the karaoke guy comes out. And he couldn't have been more flamboyant. Let's just say that. Which I've nothing wrong. With. You've seen a lot of yeah. my. You've seen a lot of my outfits. Mm-hmm. Very flamboyant. Put on the rich. You remember when you did put on the rich? Absolutely. But I. You draw the line. The, no, it's not that I drew the line. I just. Uh, it was just kind of striking. To me. Yeah, I mean, because you were in one place and you had no idea. Yeah, well, that's and that's what I knew because I love all these people. That's cool. I just would have known. Yeah. So I then I start to think about it, and the and the bartender couldn't have been nicer. Mm-hmm. In fact, he kind of rubbed my hand when he gave me the, the cigarettes, mm-hmm. which I found uh, flattering. But Did they sell them in a machine or did they just have a stack no. of cigarettes? Did no, he brought it out to oh. me and then put it in my hand and then caressed wow. it. And didn't even make you pay for it, huh? Just gave it to you. I'm thinking he didn't. At least, I mean, if he did make me pay for it, it was probably at least maybe two bucks. Yeah, if that. Maybe. Like a tip. Yeah, a handshake. No, not that kind of tip. Yeah. I, uh-huh. Anyways, so, but what I'm upset about, is that next door thought that they were <laughs> exactly? They knew exactly what they're doing at that dive bar. Exactly. I don't care. Give a fuck what people are doing on one bar. Set them up. But yeah, but they thought it was funny to send oh, me next mm-hmm. door because those motherfuckers next door had the cigarettes. Of course. They just thought it would have been funny to see what happens to Steve over here. Oh yeah, go in there, go check it out, right? And you know what? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, yeah. I'd fucking I'd, I'd sing karaoke with my. You're like, I'd rather stay here than go back to. Absolutely, because yeah. these people are actually cool. Mm-hmm. And it's and so, just gave me cigarettes too. And it's way much a much yeah. more beautiful bar. Better. And it was called a bar called the Menagerie. Wow, what if it's still there? It probably is because uh, I, I've told this story before to people, and everybody's like, "Oh God, you went to the Menagerie, huh?" And I'm like, "Yeah, what?" Why does that sound familiar? Well, I have a maybe a matchbook because he gave me a book of matches too. Like the glass Menagerie. Or the no, I know nobody knows. Pack Menagerie. Wow. <laughs> or the no, that's a music, a popular uh, play. Uh, Anyways, whatever. I know what you're talking about. And also, yeah, but wow. Whatever. It probably still is there. And much love to the menagerie. You guys treated me very well. But who I was mad at was the bar next door because they thought they were trying to one-up me. Which bar looked nicer on the inside, by the way? Absolutely a menagerie. Yeah. It looked like a goddamn Venetian. Yeah, why would you even want to go back then? Well, I just wanted to go back to the... You know I mean? It's almost like, hey, you sent me to a better place. Now I'm going to come here. Well, anyway, so I I said, okay, thank you very much. It was a pleasure meeting you, menageries. Mm Mm-hmm. What did you say when you got back? I wonder. Did you play so that, that no, so then I walked outside and I said, "You know what? Fuck these motherfuckers, right?" Mm-hmm. So I took the bar stool that they have in the oh, front no. of the dive bar, and I just took it and I go, "Hey guys, fuck you!" And I took the bar stool and oh, I just threw yeah. it at the bar, like launched it oh. at the motherfucking bartender in there. I said, "Fuck you! I ain't that motherfucker. Oh. These people are actually fucking cool. Fuck off!" Wow. And, he, and then I lit a cigarette. Inside. Yep. They didn't have a bouncer. I, if, they had, I, if they would have had a bouncer, yeah. I probably wouldn't have done that.
messages in the trees Today, leave good for gravy to sleep For late, leave good for gravy to sleep For late, leave good for gravy to sleep For late, leave good So many birds This red